Page 11, November 20th, 2020. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Book Nerd Diaries, the bite-sized, bi-weekly journeys of a bookworm through an endless to-read list. My name is Amber, and of course, I am your friendly neighborhood bookworm. Whether you are a new or returning listener, whether you are a major book lover like me or not, I am very glad you're here. At the top of our show, I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you so much, first of all, to Julie and Katie, aka one of the best sisters a podcaster could ask for, for being our incredible subscribers on Patreon. Your kind monthly contributions are what truly help us keep going, as we receive next to no other funding from outside sources. So to you, I am eternally grateful. Thank you. Also, thank you so much to the wonderful folks who have left us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts, shared our posts on social media, or told the book and podcast lovers in their lives about us, as these are the very best ways to help others find our small independent podcast. Every bit of your support is absolutely critical and deeply appreciated. Now, with our hearts full with all the gratitude we can muster, let's get our book nerd on, shall we? I'm beyond thrilled to talk about today's book with you, but before we get to our main discussion for today, let's go to the first installment of our brand new segment, Not Quite Breaking News, where I share with you my favorite recent news stories from the world of books. I may or may not do this segment on a regular basis from here on in, depending on if everyone likes it, but for now, let's go to the news. Continuing the narrative started in Stivater's absolutely stunning YA fantasy saga, The Raven Cycle, the Dreamer trilogy focuses on Ronan Lynch, an eternally headstrong and rebellious young man who just graduated from the prestigious Eglinby Academy in Henrietta, Virginia, who has an endless chip on his shoulder and the incredible power to pull things from his dreams into reality. Little does he know, however, that a secret band of assassins seek to destroy him and others who share his power as a dreamer, in order to prevent the prophesied end of the world. What will Ronan do? Can he protect himself and his fellow dreamers, and will doing so cause the destruction of life as we know it? I for one can't wait to pick this book up when it's scheduled to be released on May 18th, 2021, and find out for myself. This has been Not Quite Breaking News. Thank you all very much for indulging my tangent, everyone. And now, let's finally get to our main discussion of today's book, The Kingdom of Back, by Marie Lu. Besides books, of course, music has always held an incredibly important place in my heart as an art form. Whether you're happy, sad, angry, or feeling any other emotion you can think of, there's bound to be a song out there that captures it perfectly. What's more, music more than just about any other art form, is absolutely universal, melodies having the ability to transcend the barriers of time and space in a form of magic all its own. The truly incredible fantasy novel, The Kingdom of Back, takes us into the story of one of history's most celebrated composers, and gives it a gorgeous fairy tale twist that made me not want to put it down for a second. In this book, a brilliant and ambitious young musician and composer named Maria Anna Mozart here named Nenerel, finds herself increasingly overshadowed by her equally gifted little brother Wolfgang, here called Wolferl. Due to the severe societal restrictions placed on women of her time period of 18th century Europe, Nenerel becomes increasingly terrified of her talents being forgotten by the world, 
when the Mozart siblings uncover a magic-laden dream world parallel to our own that they dubbed the Kingdom of Beck, and then Nero makes a desperate, dangerous bargain to preserve her legacy, which ends up having repercussions she couldn't have imagined. I was initially introduced to this story a few months ago when it showed up on my Goodreads recommendations list, and while it took me a while for me to actually get around to reading it due to a massive waiting list for the book, it was certainly well worth the wait in the end, and the book's clear popularity alone is a testament to just how good it is. I don't wish to give away any crucial spoilers for this book for anyone who would like to read it for themselves somewhere down the line, and so I'd like to share with you a few of the particular aspects that I enjoyed the most, in a segment that I like to call the Highlight Reel. My highlights for The Kingdom of Back, in no particular order, are number 1. Nenerl Though most people are immediately familiar with the name of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, even if they don't know a thing about classical music, I myself was tragically unaware that the legendary composer even had a sister who was just as musically gifted as he, until I read this book for myself. Author Marie Lu absolutely does a marvelous job of bringing her to life as the front and center protagonist of the story, with all of the exact same dreams and aspirations as her famous brother. She's strong and firm in who she is, but she's also incredibly loving and doting on little Wolfgang, which lends her a tangible quality that I love to read. Number 2. Music As a story about the Mozarts, it's only natural that music would be an important part of the Kingdom of Bach, and indeed, music almost ends up becoming a character unto itself. It's how Nenerl and her brother communicate, spending hour upon hour playing and composing together, as if sharing one mind in their work. Music also ultimately becomes the language through which they communicate with their mysterious kingdom of back, every blade of grass and flower petal representing a musical note all its own, becoming part of the siblings' melodies as they write. This combination of magic and music lends a quality to the book that is both classical Grimm-style fairy tale and a brand of fantasy all its own. Highlight number three, Legacy. If there is any underlying theme to this book, it is the nature of legacy. What does it mean to be remembered? When you leave this earth, what do you hope to leave behind? Is it important to achieve fame and make a huge mark on the world? Or is the real goal of achieving legacy simply to be yourself as much as you can be, and leaving your little piece of the world better than you found it? All of these questions play a huge role in Nenerl's journey through the book and ended up haunting me for a good while after I closed this book. In the end, I would highly recommend this book to people who enjoy music as much as I do, or love their fiction rooted in true historical context, all of the book that I covered in our last episode, The Girl with the Red Balloon. Even if you, like me, don't know a thing about Mozart's work, or classical music in general, it's just a wonderful work of fantasy, in general, and gives you a lovely glimpse into the world that the Mozarts lived in. For more wonderful and fascinating stories on the people who have helped shape the course of history, I would definitely send you over to two of my absolute favorite history-based podcasts, History Verses by Mental Floss and iHeartRadio, and Stuff You Missed in History Class by How Stuff Works. Along with this, I would also suggest fellow historical fiction titles Romanov by Nadine Brands and 112263 
by the master himself, Stephen King. You'll thank me later. With that, everyone, we have reached the end of our main discussion for today, but please stay tuned for more Book Nerd Diaries after this quick break. And welcome back, dear listeners. We're glad you stuck around. Now let's get on with our show, shall we? Now that we're on the other side of our break, it's now time for that ultra-nerdy segment of our show, The Trivia Corner, where I give you a trivia question related to today's book. As the Kingdom of Bach goes into the early life of Mozart, I thought it only right that our questions should also be about the composer himself. So let's get into it. Your question is... What European country was Mozart born in? Was it A. Austria B. Hungary or C. Germany? Your answer is A. Austria. According to our source, Wikipedia, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was born on January 27, 1756 in the city of Salzburg, Austria, to parents Leopold and Anna Maria Mozart. He showed incredible musical skill from a very early age and ultimately composed over 600 works before his untimely death at the age of just 35 years old, leaving behind a legacy that will not soon be forgotten. We've almost reached the end of our episode for today, dear listeners, but before we go, we'd like to leave you with a listener question for today. Instead of our usual poll, I'd just like to ask you, What is your favorite song? Everyone has that one particular song that feels like coming home every single time you hear it. So please feel free to hit me up on social media and tell me yours. With that, everyone, we conclude our show for today. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll see you again soon for another entry in the Book Nerd Diaries. The Book Nerd Diaries and its associated shows are written edited, researched, and hosted by me, Amber Wilchin. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of our theme song, The Show Must Be Go, which you hear throughout this episode, and Sincerely Media on Unsplash via Anchor for our wonderful cover art. If you would like to connect with us online, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at BNDPod, Facebook at Bookner Diaries, or via our new website at BNDPod. WordPress.com. We also have a Ko-fi page at ko-fi.com slash bndpod, where for a small donation you can pass along a special shout out for someone you love, or some good news you would like to share with the world, and I'll read it out for you during the next episode. If you would like to send any comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes my way, please feel free to drop us an email anytime at bndpod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, everyone, please take care of yourselves and each other, and don't forget to keep on reading. Are you an author, fellow podcaster, or small business owner looking to spread the word about your product or service? Then let us help you. We offer a number of affordable monthly advertising packages in various price ranges, so if you'd like to hear your ad here in future episodes, please head on over to our page at ko-fi.com slash bndpod and click on the shop tab to see what works best for you. Again, that's ko-fi 
www.bndpod.com/bndpod. Then click on the shop tab. We can't wait to work with you.